Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. to the direct-to-video connoisseur. I am Matt, and as always, I'm joined here by Jamie. Jamie, how are you this evening? I am doing well, trying to stay warm in this unseasonably cold... I don't know what this is. There's like a blizzard going on outside. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, so you were telling me about that. Now, I just checked my levels. Fortunately, I checked them because uh, they were high on my mic, so hopefully everything is set for the, the recording here. Everything's good now. But, um, yeah, you were telling me about that. That does not sound... You know, it's your first spring up there, and now you're dealing with this? Yeah, and I'm like, is this normal? I don't know. (laughs) I know. I mean, you know, I don't um, don't mind the snow. It doesn't bother me at all. It's just, you know, we, uh, like a week ago, we had the doors and windows open. It was really nice. Things were blooming, Mm -hmm. settling in, ready for spring, and then bam! Yeah. You know, and I'm like, "Uh, okay, well, I guess we're not done with that yet. Yeah, it, it... uh, yeah, I'm used to that. See, you know what happens in New England more often is it's not so much that you, you do get some snow, but usually by early April the snow is gone. Um, I've had some blizzards, or not blizzards, but big snowstorms on my birthday. But um, what you get is the cold. You'll get like a day that's like in the 40s or 30s, and you're just like, okay, when when is spring coming? But uh, the blizzard, the, the, the big snowstorm, uh, fortunately this late in the year, I don't know if I've ever experienced that before. That's no fun. Yeah, it was just kind of surprising. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so your your first spring, you're getting a real taste of what Michigan's got to offer. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it just uh, wanted to introduce me to uh, how what I should start getting used to. Yeah, giving yeah, you, yeah, giving you a taste of what 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 you've got as far as the lake goes and all of that jazz. Now, our film this week is in an even colder part of the country. Did you, did you like that segue? And actually, not the country, right? It's a colder part of um, uh, of the world. It's uh, in Saskatoon, Canada. Is Wolf Cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we think you, you think it's bad in Michigan. I imagine Saskatoon is probably sitting there laughing at what Michigan's got to offer. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> and we also don't have werewolves. That I know of. We might. I don't know. (laughs) 
I don't know. <laughs> you may you may have yourself a werewolf in there as well. <laughs> and so this film, let me just say from from Miami because now before actually I guess before we really get into the film, uh, we'll talk about kind of where we came to this one. Um, because you had already looked at it on your other podcast, liking it. Yes, that is true. And so, I mean, that for me, um, when I read or listened to, I didn't read it, but listened to the review that you gave on liking it, I was like, I have got to see this film. It sounds like a good deal, and I feel like it lived up to those expectations. Well, good. I'm so glad, and I always like hearing, you know, when I review a film that I like and I recommend it as highly as I recommended Wolf Cop, which was pretty highly I think. I was pretty much like, go see this movie! <laughs> and then after, when it came out on video, I was just tweeting left and right go buy this video, damn it, what's wrong with you? Um, so when I recommend something as highly as that, I like to hear that, you know, people think I'm right or that, you know, I you don't like to think so highly of something and praise it a lot and then have people go, what the hell are you talking about? That movie sucked. But I have had no negative feedback. Everyone who has watched this film that I've talked to seems to really enjoy it. it and I think there's a reason for that. Yeah, I mean, for me, it felt like I was back in the early 90s at the video store. It, it, it had that kind of feel of a, a low-budget horror film for me, which I, I really love that kind of thing. Oh, sure. And... Um, yeah, I kind of figured this would be right up your alley, right up our alley to talk about. Now, even though it it did get a limited theatrical release, at least in Canada. I don't know if it hit any theaters here. Maybe it did some art house ones or not. I'm not really sure. But if it, if it did, it was limited, so it still counts for us. But I think that um, – I figured that it would be – right in there and I kind of knew that I, that you'd enjoy it I had a feeling that you would but the thing is it is low budget mm -hmm. but that does not take away from the fact that it was thoughtfully written and really well done I love yes. the effects in this film yeah I mean it had, you know oh you're, you're right about the makeup that makeup and gore effects are really I mean the the bathroom scene that we get uh, where there's just gore everywhere is fantastic, but it's treated so lightheartedly. It's just, uh, it's really fun, you know. And so, and <laughs> they actually find a face, and the deputy, what she picks up the face and holds it up, and she's like, "Oh, it kind of looks like you talking to the wolf cop." Only she doesn't know he's a wolf yet. Um, and she, she does that fantastic impression. Where she's like, "Oh, I've gotta get to the brewery." I can't even do it, but. <laughs> and I'm like, "You are holding a human face." up to your face and you're doing an impression of this guy and you're laughing about it. I think that's fantastic. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, well that, you know, that face, the face thing which was great, like you said, it was really fantastic to have the face. But um it brings us to the wolf transformation, which I thought was kind of unique in this film and I really liked the way they did the transformation in this one. As far as the ripping of the skin off Mm -hmm. Yeah, as opposed so to sprouting is, hair. Yeah, that is a some that is a transformation type that we have seen a little more frequently in recent years. Mm -hmm. The first time I remember seeing it was Skinwalkers, which was several years ago. That might have been about a decade ago. Mm -hmm. And then um, in Trick or Treat, they did it. It's been used you know, like sporadically here. Oh, in um, in the TV show or the Netflix show, um, the Werewolf Netflix show. I can't 
can't remember what it's called. Oh my goodness, it's about to go into its third season, and I can't remember what it's called. Um, anyway, they do they do it there too. Only they actually turn into real wolves, which right. I tend to not enjoy as much. I like yeah, you know, bipedal werewolves or wolf men like this. Um, but it is something that I still think is creative and unique, even though we've seen it a couple times before. It's not your typical werewolf transformation. And so, yeah, I think it's it's kind of fun to watch. You know, it makes you wonder, if this were to really happen, would they just leave this skin laying around? Or would they, like, would they eat it, you know, like the way a dog gives birth and then eats the placenta? <laughs> You know, can you see like changing into a wolfman or werewolf and then eating your skin? Because mm -hmm. otherwise, there would just be piles of skin all over the place, and you know, it's kind of a giveaway to something going on anyway. Well, that's why they usually do it in the woods, right? And then yeah, I guess so. And then it just sort of uh, nature takes care of it. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> it, and I I gotta say, um, it the, the 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 twist in this film, and I don't know, I didn't. I think people have come to recognize that our films are all about spoilers, or we we, we just spoil the hell out of films. Um, but but uh, the plot twist in this, I thought it was great because um, there were a lot of things that happened in the film that were just kind of um, they were kind of silly and worked from a silly angle. But then you find out later that they actually um, had a better explanation. Like um, for example, the coroner who um, said that the uh, the mayoral candidate. Um, he what did he 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 died of they said he died of a uh, a drug overdose and then animals eat him as opposed to being killed by a werewolf um, and I thought that was very funny a funny explanation for why it would have happened but then I think we find out later that perhaps the coroner um, wasn't who we thought he was right that somebody mm -hmm. else was the coroner um, but so so it kind of worked in both ways for me like it had he just been um, the real coroner thinking that real coroner's thinking that's what made the the killing it would have been funny i would have enjoyed that but then also the fact that we we find out why you know how it really happened it kind of made it even better i liked it you know that 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 plot twist even worked better for that but there were a lot of things like that that um either way they played it would have worked but um and, and i think that's what you, you talk about with the earnestness of the film and um and you know the writing, but also just the fact that they were out there trying to make something you know that wasn't just let, let's see what low budget crap we could throw together. They were trying to really do something here, and um and and so I love that it worked on different levels like that. Oh, I totally agree. And as we've said numerous times on this show, you can tell when someone actually gives a damn about their product, and when they're just trying to slap something together. Mm -hmm. And I mean it shows. And with this film, this is, I think, easily falls into the first category where people clearly gave a damn about this product because there was a, there was a great bit of care and love involved in the making of this film to the point where you could take something like this. You could take a film, call it Wolf Cop, have a cop dress up like a wolf, and everyone expects what they're going to see, and you can attach a very simple paint-by-the-numbers story to that, and I don't think you're going to get much complaint from people who are going out to see a film called Wolf Cop. Right. You know, there is a certain expectation there. People aren't expecting it to be necessarily good, but they're expecting it to be fun. But then what you have with this film that is surprising is that it is fun, but it is also good yeah. in that it has a solid story, a creative story. It's pretty original, and it's totally unexpected. Like, I, I really... I thought I would have a good time with it the first time I watched it. I never realized 
I would thought it was a really good movie, which I do. And I've since watched it, I don't know, numerous times. And I think it even gets better with with each viewing. Yeah. And well, it's just that much more fun. Well, and, and that brings up, of course, um, one of the features of it that I really like is the 78-minute running time, which makes those repeat viewings uh, easy. Easy. <laughs> yeah. I knew you would love that, too. That's why when we started, we thought we were going to talk about this. I was like, oh, Matt's going to love that runtime. You can just knock that out in no time at all. Right. And it doesn't drag. No. You don't feel like you're spending half the day watching this film. Never at any point do I go, oh, my God, hurry up and be over. And it doesn't happen. It's gone in a flash. And I'm entertained the entire time. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there were a few characters that I thought early on I was going to dislike. Um, I didn't think I was going to like Willie that mm-hmm. much, and I didn't think I was going to like Tina, um, his his co-worker at the... the right. The, and they both end up becoming really likable characters. I found my, That was another thing. I found myself around the 35, 40-minute mark saying, wow, I like both of these people, and, and I didn't going in. Um, I think they were painted as they were going to be bad characters, and you know they kind of were able to grow through the film, which I, I was not expecting that either. Usually when that kind of metamorphosis happens, um, especially in a low-budget film, it just comes off either uneven or feels forced, and, and it actually worked really well in this film, which I was surprised about too. I agree with that I, uh, on both of those points because – I saw Willie as being, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm probably going to get tired of this yeah. guy pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, in fact, he ended up being my, one of my favorite things about the movie. He was so funny. Mm-hmm. And just his delivery was spot on. And he had some really great lines. And, and then as far as Tina goes, I didn't like her in the beginning either. I was like, oh, man, well, she's going to be a pain in the ass, stuck up bitch. Um, <laughs> but then as it turns out, I ended up loving her. Yeah. So, um, and I even love um, Lou. Mm-hmm. Lou Garou. <laughs> Lou Garou. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there, Wolf Cop. And, um, I love that. Uh, and he, he, you know, he's gruff. He's drunk. He just he doesn't give a shit. Uh, but you love him for it. Mm-hmm. He's a very likable character. And there are fun things, too. Like, they use the auto body shop where they trick out the car for really no reason whatsoever. I mean, there's, there is no reason in the world for them to, to, to take the time to do that. When they, I mean, it's just bizarre. But, okay. You know, I guess yes. if you're going to be a wolf cop, you may as well trick out your cop car. But the place where they do that is called Styles Auto Body Shop. And... I can't help but think of Teen Wolf every time because Styles was his friend's name, right. you know, who used to ride on top of the van. And I know they had to have done that on purpose. They had yes. to yes. have done that on purpose. And I and I think that's nice. It's a nice little nod for people who are familiar with that film, who enjoy that film. And you're not missing anything big if you don't recognize it. Right. You know, so it's not like, – it's just a, like a little Easter egg there for you know, for people who know, and I love it when movies do that, because then you know you feel like you're in on the joke with them. Yeah, I was going to say that myself. That I thought, um, which one was it? Um, yeah, that one, the Styles one. I mean, I, that was one of the areas that made me really love Willie so much. To be honest, was when um, uh, they're at that scene, right? And um, let me think how it worked out. Um, he rips the door off, right? Because he, he doesn't realize how strong he is. So they so they've just come back from liquor and donuts where they've he's he's um he's or he's leaving liquor liquor and donuts because he's just 
uh, foil the robbery there. He tries to pull the door off, and he rips it off because he doesn't realize how strong he is. Um, and then he looks over at Styles' uh, auto body, and he says something to the effect, or he just kind of looks at it, and then Willie says something to the effect of, like, I know what you're thinking, and I approve, or, or something. Right. You know, it's this great line, and I'm like, what are they doing? They're just going to fix the car, and then all of a sudden you get the montage shot, and, you know, there's some, I think there's some electric guitar in there. And and like you said, it, there was no reason to trick out the car. It was just, it was Wolf Cop's car, you know? Right, yeah, I mean, it was... <laughs> It didn't even matter, but um, I also thought it was fun that the robberies were, you know, the robberies were being done by the three pigs, which was just fantastic a little. It's just, ah. Mm -hmm. And did you stay for after the credits? I did. I did. did. Yes, I did. So animal lovers get a nice little, get a nice little surprise at the end of the credits, which made me just smile mm-hmm. i loved everything about that yeah so um yeah i don't know <laughs> uh i don't know what i cannot recommend it enough i really can't yeah. if you like fun then you should like wolf Cop. Yes, that's agree. pretty much if you if you hate fun things then maybe this isn't the movie for you right right but you know if you and if you like enjoying yourself then there's no reason not to watch this movie yeah to Unfortunately, I mean, to, to quote Gabe from Trekkies, um, I, I have to say I had one minor quibble with the film, um, and that was that credit sequence. They were using a, a hip-hop song for Wolf Cop. Yeah, I yeah. really saw, like, maybe, like, a, a, a late 80s hairband-type uh, song. Maybe, like, in my head, I was actually thinking Britney Fox's Girl School, like, along those lines, um, you know, some, something that sounded like that for the Wolf Cop theme song. Um, but I think that's my own personal... Thing. I, I probably shouldn't be putting that on. Well, I actually don't disagree with that. Although I think that the I think the end credit song is fun, mm-hmm. and I have no issue with that. You know, on its own, I I was expecting more of, yeah, more of like a and a hair metal band or something like that at the end. Um, but that's not in any way. A bad thing. I still think that the I like the hip hop song too. I think it was fun. It's catchy. It was. It was you know, catchy. It, it's catchy. Yeah. Plus, the song played during the love scene. <laughs> yes, that was great. Is um, is an actual retro song, which is so funny because when I was watching this, lo- I mean, it, it's a love. I don't right. know it, uh, if I've seen a werewolf love scene since. Okay. Well, then there, there's the howling, of right. course, and then there's the howling too. Yeah, that was Which a, is just weird. The, was that an orgy or a love scene? What would you call it? It's like that? an orgy, yeah. yeah and that, well, and well, so orgy. that's that's in there, but uh, that may be the last time I've seen something like that. I'm not sure. But um, this one, like you knew it was going to happen. You felt the tension. Mm-hmm. You knew it was coming. And I actually thought it was kind of hot. Like I <laughs> Like, I should probably be disgusted by that. I mean, if you think about it too hard, you would be. <laughs> but then at the same time, it, I don't know, it, it all just seems to fit. Oh, and then Tina sees it on the, the, the security cam, which just makes it perfect. Yes. <laughs> it's like, what the <laughs> hell is going on here? But uh, anyway, so the, the song that was used is a song by Lawrence Gowan from Styx. I thought I saw the name Gowan in there. I was like, that sounds familiar. Yeah, he is uh, the lead vocalist and keyboardist for Styx, 
and this song was an actual retro song. What I didn't realize that though, because I wasn't familiar with this particular song. I don't know how that is because that's unusual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, somehow it, I didn't know it. But then I was like, I love that song. I got to find that song. And then I found out that in through looking for it, that this was a real song from like '87 or something like that. Um, and I think that's perfect, mm-hmm. you know, because I, the whole time I was like, God, this has such an 80s feel to it. Right. This whole scene, like this whole love scene with the music has such an 80s feel. Yeah. Uh, I want this song. And then when I went to dig it up, it's there's a reason that it had an 80s feel to it is because it's an 80s song. But um, it's kind of an obscure one. So I applaud them for pulling one out. And I actually saw – since then, I've seen online numerous places where people have commented about the music uh, within this movie and have said, you know, I love this song. It sounds so retro. <laughs> you, you know, um, and then I went and I looked it up on YouTube. The song's on YouTube. And then you know how people leave comments oh, under, under the YouTube video. A lot of the people who had recently viewed that song were coming from watching Wolf Cop. Nice. And looking up the song after they watched Wolf Cop, and they were like, "I had no idea that this was a real song," you know. So, um, I, it might just—I don't know—revive, revive his career, or something. not that his career is gone or anything, but I mean, revive this song, you know, bring he, this song back. I don't know. He might. Cause... He's probably like, "What in the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was gonna say because I think he—I think sticks tours with like Ario Speedwagon and like. Uh, Night Ranger or something like they do like this yeah. kind of three. I mean, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I think like uh, about uh, 15 years ago when I was living at UMaine, um, uh, when I was going to school in Bangor, I think they played the Bangor Civic Center, uh, that th- that trio. Um, so it's possible that when he's playing one of those shows, people are going to be yelling for him to do that song. You know, I would I would love to see that, <laughs> and I, he wouldn't be standing up there going, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> What are you guys doing? And they're like, Wolf Cop, Wolf Cop. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best. That would be so good. I don't, now, I don't know, you know how that works with a triple bill like that. you got to wait for Sticks. you got to figure Sticks has got to be the last one in that group. Hey, do you have to wait for everyone and then you can – or get – no, I guess you can have you can have your um, – I don't know, curtain call. What, what do you call it? Like an encore. Oh, you can yes. have those of your set, Yeah. I guess. So, yeah, so you go there, wait for sticks to be done, and then start screaming for this song, and right. and uh, he'll probably play it for yeah. you. Yeah. Right. But the, the first time, he'll probably play it. And then after sure. a few a few times, a few shows, it, it, he'll be like, why are people, why is everybody asking, you know, now suddenly everybody's asking for this song, you know, and he's, he's like, oh, man, now I get it. It's a wolf cop thing. Yeah. That I, 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 when I heard that song, see, I, for me, I almost felt like the, it, it was too retro to not be retro. You know, it was too retro to not be authentic is how it, I kind of felt. But I was like, you know, it, I couldn't figure out who it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I did not, because I didn't recognize it at all, um, which apparently it was a hit single. And so that just really surprised me song but because i didn't retro recognize it <laughs> i think i just invented a word retronize it's pretty it. cool i'm gonna i'm we're, gonna hold on to that one we're gonna we're start because hashtagging I didn't it. recognize it 
at all. I just assumed that it was written for the film, and I was like, my God, it sounds so authentic. It sounds so – they did such a wonderful job mm-hmm. <laughs> recreating the 80s with this music. Well, duh. Yes, they did. Uh, no, they didn't. They didn't have to. They just used this pre-existing music. And, but good choice because I think that Moonlight Desires is a great title for a song to go in this movie. Yes. It seemed to fit the scene really well. And it gave it an awesome vibe. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It, it, it the, the whole film had a, a feel to it, like you said, '80s, you know, um, a, a late '80s feel. Like the the film stock, whatever that they used, um, it looked like you know direct to video from that time, or what do we say, direct to video, or um, I was gonna say direct to video, or like you know, uh, HBO, like made for HBO movie, or you know, one of those kind of things. Um, it had that feel to it, and and so. To have that song in there really just kind of tied it all together for me to, to, to hear something like that. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Perfect choice. Yeah, I. You, you, you're right. Let's talk about the. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Hmm? Oh, no. I think we. Yeah, we've. We, we've, we've I think there might have been a small Actually, delay. you're breaking up pretty bad. Am I breaking up? I know there was a, a small delay there. I don't know what happened. How are we doing? Yeah, well, you were breaking up, but you actually sounded better then. Okay, I think we've, we've made it. I, I've been noticing for some reason, maybe it's the new Mixler app, that I have to keep playing with my levels on my own computer. It keeps wanting to make my microphone bump up in volume, <laughs> so we're hoping that I can keep oh. it good. It's like, no, we want it like this. Right, we want it louder. And I'm like, no, I don't want it louder. Stop trying to control things. We want it like this. Exactly. <laughs> Push it to 11. Push it to 11. Uh, so, what the hell? Oh, yeah, I was going to say, let's talk about the, the, the look of the actual wolf cop. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, I already said that the, the level of the, the level of the effects and makeup I thought was really good. But you know, do you like the wolf, the look of him? Like, and you like the the fact that he looked, you know, like a wolf man. Yeah. Um, I, you know, did that was that what you would want from a movie like this? Definitely, it was actually thinking of Teen Wolf. It was kind of almost in that. I was thinking of Teen Wolf's dad when I saw him. Um, but uh, it it had that look. It definitely um, it had that good combination. I think. Um, and and one thing I've noticed is that, like you said, the trend is to either make full on wolves. Um, or it's some kind of like making wolves sexy or something thing, um, you know, try to fit in with that that craze of the you know whatever the um the vampire craze. And this was good. This was a good old fashioned wolf man, and I I really enjoyed that. I did too, and I like the I like how as we were leading up to the full moon. Uh, little things started to happen, like he would shave, and then his hair, w- you know, immediately grew back. Right. Um, things like that, and he's like, "Huh?" Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> which I, I thought was great, and that looked pretty cool too. I, it was just a little, it was just a little effect, but I imagine it took work to do it, and so good on them for that. I think all the characters. See, I the, one of my favorite things about this is how several of the characters end up being not at all who you thought they were. Yes. And I don't want to, you know, I, I won't spoil it that much by being specific about it, but it's just you think you feel a certain way about some of these characters, and then it turns out you have no idea. Mm-hmm. 
and it's done so well. The twists are solid twists that I didn't see coming, you know, and um, I think that that is owed to the amount of creativity that went into the writing of this screenplay. There was a great deal of originality and creativity and care, which I've said before, but I'll say it again. It, it, um, this just whole thing is indicative of someone giving a damn. Yeah. You know, plus they had a pretty good marketing campaign behind it. They have a pretty good following now on Twitter. I follow them on Twitter. Oh, I might have to myself. The website is fantastic. If anyone out there wants to know more about this film, I recommend you check out the website because they do have tour dates. I haven't checked it most recently to see if there are any upcoming tour dates, but they were keeping a list of upcoming tour dates where they would be going to different festivals and, and whatever, having or they would have screenings or at cons. They are, they've been doing screen, screenings at cons as well. So if you want to see if there's a local screening near you, then I recommend you go to the website, which I think is just called wolfcopthemovie.com. Um, if not, then you can just do a Google search for Wolf Cop and it'll come up. If you want to follow them on Twitter because they, um, they kind of keep, keep you up to date with everything on Twitter, it's at wolfcopthemovie. And they also have a Facebook page. So I'm mean, you're they're they're out there and I I think that the website is a good one. So it'll tell you all about what's going on. It gives you a good idea about the synopsis of the film, about the actors and the production and all of that. Plus it'll give you a list of the upcoming tour dates which which is fun because I I got to tell you if this came near me in some capacity, I would love to go see it on the big screen. Yeah. Cuz I can imagine that seeing this with an audience Yes. Would just be that much more fun. Exactly. Yeah, and I noticed at the end credits they said Wolf Cop Two is coming out this year. Yes, I saw that too, and I don't, I don't know of any updates on that. But as far as I know, it's still happening, and I can only imagine after the amount of good feedback that they've gotten, and after the following that they've picked up, uh, based on the popularity of this film, because I think it has done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, then I can see no reason why there wouldn't be a second one. And I think, you know, because, you know, typically you take a horror movie sequel and that's when they have, that's when they have the license to go crazier, to do more, to just be kind of nuts with it. Well, this movie was kind of nuts out of the gate. So I can only imagine what they would do with a sequel and I'd be all about it. Well, you know, and the other thing I wanted to, to mention about this is that um, I really like what they did with the, the whole, um, what do I want to say, the mythology surrounding mm-hmm. the werewolf. I thought that was really uh, inventive, the way they did that. And um, and that's something that, that I'd love to see go further in the next movie, um, to see, see how they further that storyline. Because, I mean, the idea, and, and I don't know if I'm giving away too much here, I think this is kind of a, a cool thing to mention, is that um, the, the idea that... Um, Oh, werewolves were created as is to kind of like be used in rituals, and that they usually use the town idiot. And the idea <laughs> that they thought our 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 hero was considered uh, was a big enough dupe to be to be the werewolf, so they could use him in the ritual. I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's great, and I totally agree with you as far as the mythology. And that's something that I have seen a couple of times recently in newer films, which makes me so happy Mm -hmm. because 
after a while, you kind of wonder, has it all been done? You know, has every idea been taken? Do we keep seeing the same things rehashed? Like, okay, for instance, right before you and I started doing this show tonight, Brian and I were watching the new movie from the Vicious Brothers, um, who were the same guys who did, um, uh, oh, hell, the um, ghost, what's it called? Grave Encounters. The, and it's called Extraterrestrial. And it's an alien movie. And so far, it's pretty good. I haven't actually haven't finished it yet because I had to come do the show. But the I actually like it. But in the movie, there is um, there is an explanation that the aliens are taking people because they want to learn everything they can about us. So they do tests on us and all. And I was like, is it, by now can we not come up with a new reason that maybe the aliens are taking people, or you know maybe there are new reason that they're studying i mean is this going to be the explanation until the end of time as to why they just want to learn more about us so they run tests on us i mean is there nothing more and uh after a while you just start to wonder like god are we stuck with the same tropes you know is this you're just going to see the same stuff over and over again is there really anything new under the sun are there any fresh ideas out there and every now and again a movie like this comes along and says yeah there are some fresh ideas here's something you haven't seen before here's some reasoning that you haven't seen before and here's a storyline that you know you won't be able to nail from you know the first five minutes into the movie which i get so tired of doing uh, i i mean i get sick of knowing what the end's going to be before the beginning credits are even over yeah I and mean... so i like it when a movie can come along and introduce something new and uh, that tells me that the writers really wanted to do something different. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I was thinking, like, other than maybe Twilight, I guess, with the fact that the um, the Native Americans in Twilight were, were genetically werewolves, but usually it's you get bit by the wolf, right? And that's how you become a werewolf? Yes. And yeah. this was not that at all. This, they didn't use that, that aspect at all here. Um, so I thought that was great that, you know, that wasn't what they were doing here. That, um... What they were doing was, um, you know, that, that he was turned into a werewolf for the purposes of this ritual. And he was turned into a werewolf not because he's a cool guy, not because he's, you know, you know. But, I mean, on, on some levels, actually, maybe we could go into uh, Wolf, which is a film that I wasn't necessarily a big fan of. But it's almost the same idea in the sense that Jack Nicholson, right, is um kind of a guy who gets pushed around a lot or he gets, you know, he, he, he kind of... Is, is not the strongest guy, and then he becomes a wolf, and he sort of finds his agency in life. And in some ways, the same thing happens to Lou Garou, right? Is he's just a drunk with no direction, and now he's a werewolf, and suddenly now he's wolf cop, and he's out there solving crimes and you know fighting crime and, and all of that stuff. Yeah. I actually forgot what you said at the beginning. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I was saying it's usually like the wolf bite that makes it happen. And oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was thinking of wolf like that because remember, a wolf, he gets bitten by a wolf and he becomes. But that was one thing, uh, you know, cause, um, one area where the two might be similar is that, um, you know, because it, it is, it's usually like this idea that somebody's out there and they get bit by a wolf and now they're the, the werewolf. And, um, and in this case, no, he was actively turned into a werewolf because they thought he was a big enough loser that they could manipulate him. Yeah, and in this pretty elaborate ritual thing, which, uh, you know, I didn't see coming, which I like. 
And uh, oh, I know what it was. I know what it, that's the reason I got stuck is because you brought up Jack Nicholson and Wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to say which is which also in that film he has sort of a wolf man appearance versus right a you know your werewolf appearance except toward the end he goes all wolfed out but um that's another one that i like and i thought that they took an interesting approach to it and it's also discussed on that same episode <laughs> that yeah that's right it's the that's same right. episode of liking it um but that's a movie that a lot of people don't seem to like i mean when i brought up that i had that i was going to be talking about that film a lot of people were like Meh. um <laughs> It seemed to be it seems to be maligned for some reason, and I'm not really sure why because I think it's a very intelligent, you know, mature werewolf film, and I, I don't know maybe people don't associate maturity with with, with lycanthropes. Well, that might explain why I don't like it because I watched it when I was uh, 14 years old with my buddy, and uh, we went to the movie theater, and he had a wolf mask. Um, and he oh d- yeah, you told me that story. So that might explain because I haven't seen it since then. So that probably. Well, you know, that's the same thing Gary said. The guy, the guy that I did the show with uh-huh. that uh, about Wolf. I mean, he didn't like it when he first saw it either, and now he sees it from an adult perspective and he thinks of it differently. So, you know, maybe so, yeah. and maybe that's why you enjoyed Wolf Cop so much because it didn't really <laughs> require a lot of maturity to it. <laughs> Not at all. To enjoy the humor. Um, but that's okay. That is perfectly okay. That is not a bad thing. I I love every second of this film. Um, like, one of my favorite things is uh, there's a scene where Willie, he makes a statement about a guy whose face is missing. Right. He's like, dude, he ain't got no face. Or something. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just... His delivery is so awesome. I love this guy. He has that perpetual cross-eyed look on his face. And he just says some of the funniest shit. I know. What was it he said to to Lou when um, Lou wakes up in, like, the pink fuzzy handcuffs? um, Because Willie had saved him from his wolf night out. And uh, I can't remember. um, Lou was, like, giving him a hard time. And he's he's like, how about saying thank you? For, or, you know, how about thank you for uh, making me breakfast and sa- you know saving my life last night? That would be nice. Um, I can't. I wish I could remember exactly what it was that that Lou said. Um, but I also remember um, when when he did the transformation in the jail cell. He says to uh, to Willie, he's like, "Drink." I need a drink. You know, but he just said the word "drink," and Lou said, "No, no." I right, uh, Willie said, "No, no. I'm okay. I've already got one. I'm all right." And he's like, oh, "Oh, you want one? I'm sorry. Let me go get you one." And I, it was that perfect, like, delivery, like you were talking about, that he has, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm great, yeah, man. I love when he goes, plus I knew it was you because you were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You're just talking like, how did you know that I that this werewolf, how did you know it was me? He's like, well, I knew it was you because you were drunk. <laughs> and that's even better, a drunk werewolf. <laughs> I just love it so much. <laughs> yeah, you were talking about like the the maturity thing, and, and actually thinking about this film, this is the kind of film that if we watched when uh when I was like fourteen, fifteen, it would have become like that instant like we're quoting it all the time movie. Um, you know, we're having parties to watch Wolf Cop again. You know, thinking about films like that in the past that we did that with like Bad Taste. Um, there's one called Blood Diner that um this one kind of reminded me of these two uh, cannibal brothers that opened a 
a vegetarian restaurant mm-hmm. that was actually serving people. Um, you know, films like that that, you know, we just kind of really latched onto, you know, when I was in high school and just became like our movies. This would have been one of those. This would have been a, you know, a regular rental. It would have been one of the ones that my buddy would have rented the VCR from the video store so we could have made copies of it. Mm-hmm. We, we were wont to do back then. <laughs> we always rented the VCR with it. We never just brought somebody's VCR from one house to another. We always had to rent the VCR and do it. But Ah, those days. I know. I know. Now you just go and download a, <laughs> a, a torrent. You know? <laughs> but not of this movie. Because, <laughs> well, for one, this movie is available on Netflix. Yes. So uh, there's no reason not to watch it right now. And also, it's available on Blu-ray, so go out there and check it out. It is totally worth it. Yeah. Totally worth it. And I want to support them. Exactly. Like, this one, I actually got this film for review. <clears throat> they sent me a digital copy for review before it came out on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I still have that, but I was like, I want to, I want to own this. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to throw money at them. Because I think they deserve it. And, like, I want to have a for realsy copy of it. <laughs> but, I mean, that, you know, when I see something that I like and I enjoy and I appreciate the effort and care that has gone into it, then I want to make sure that I throw money at them. Yeah. You know, I, I try to support, I mean, I do as much support of these things as I can through podcasting and reviewing and, and posting on Facebook and Twitter and things like that. You know, I try to spread the word as much as I can about things that I like. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, I'm doing my part in doing that. But I also think that it is just as much my responsibility to go out and, and buy something and give them money, you know, in support as well, if I really believe in it. And this is something that I really believed in. And so immediately when it came out, I went and got a copy of it because I'm like, who am I to tell people to watch this movie and buy this movie and not do it myself? So, uh, yeah, I did that. And I encourage everyone else to do it because I think they really deserve it. This is just uh, – and if you haven't seen this movie yet, and if you're listening to this and you still haven't seen this movie, maybe it's been on your Netflix list for a while. Maybe you've passed it by when you're scrolling through Netflix and you're just not sure or you're seeing it and you're like, Wolf Cop, whatever. Uh, I really think that you can enjoy this on many different levels. So it is funny, but I don't think it's stupid funny. I think it's kind of smart funny. You know, it's pretty clever. It's very – I think it's very smart, funny. And I also think, too, um, it, at the very least, get it in your queue. Get this in – because I think even just having it in, in the queue helps the people who make the film. But then watch it. And I think even just watching it on Netflix get, somehow gets the, you know helps them out as far as uh, their film goes. But then you're right. Buy it. When, when, when I was doing – when I first started doing reviews for the direct-to-video connoisseur before there was the whole uh, Netflix streaming thing and all that jazz – I used to always kind of have my own scoring system, and it was like, you know, rent it, uh, buy it used, or buy it. And and this is definitely a buy it film, just like you were saying. This is this is worth paying full price for. It it's it's that 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 good of a film to have in your collection, I think. I think so too. And this is the kind of film where if you have friends over and you're trying to decide what to do, if you've got this in your collection, problem solved. 
because you grab some beer, you sit down with your friends, and you watch this movie, and you have a really good time. You know, and I've seen on I've seen Twitter posts about or you know, Twitter posts tweets um, <laughs> about this on numerous occasions where people are having wolf cop parties. I mean, specifically having wolf cop screening parties where they'll play the movie and have a bunch of their friends come over and they get drunk and do whatever and and watch this movie. And I think that's a really fun idea. And of course, you can you know people have been doing that with movies forever, and I've done that with movies. And but uh, like. I think it would even be fun to kind of take it a step further and do like a themed party, you know, uh, like maybe come as your favorite werewolf or your favorite cop. Yes. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, do like a themed party with it. Cause it would totally support that and uh, just have a good time. I just don't see how anyone cannot have a good time with this movie. I really don't. I mean, and like I said, it's not stupid. Right. This is not, a stupid throwaway film this is this is really well done and so even the more discerning fans out there should get something out of it yeah and, and then again as someone like myself who um inside joke from the film likes to keep an eye on the time uh it, that <laughs> short run time also is is really beneficial when you're having a party um you know you you don't have even if this movie was a full 90 minutes or longer i don't think you'd have to worry about boredom but with 78, you know, if people start to get antsy with the whole drinking thing, you, you know you're not going to be in, you know, 78 minutes is, I think it's a good party length for, for a film. Well, yeah, I mean, because it's over before you have the opportunity to get bored with it. Right. So, there's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I think, so, you know, when I, when I heard the, your, your liking it review, which again, People who, who, who um, haven't, you know, go check out liking it either through uh, Horophilia uh, or on iTunes. Um, I got a sense from when I listened to uh, – now, that was the one that you and Brian talked about, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I got the sense from your conversation that it was going to be more than just Wolf Cop, you know, because like you talked about with Wolf Cop, you know, you almost kind of think of maybe like Samurai Cop or something like that. Um, I, I got the sense that it was going to be more than that just from that, and that's what kind of – piqued my interest like oh I've got to see this now that it's on Netflix but I, I don't think I, I don't even think talking about it does it justice like you really got to get in there and check it out because it I think it is you, you, you go in with a preconceived notion of what a wolf cop movie should be um, absolutely and yeah and, and this was so you know it wasn't just clever in a kind of like parody way it was clever in a, um, like you said it was well crafted earnestly written kind of way that like very smart you know and, and we you know we always like to call everything that's good smart you know it's a smart tv show or it's a smart this or that this one actually fits the bill i you know as, as much as anything out there yeah i agree with that i agree with that and i think it's clear not only whom not only did the writer of this film understand how to write a film but understand how to shoot a film too uh, because there's a good eye here. I mean, it looks good, you know. And after seeing as many, I mean, especially doing this show, how many movies where where we do we see where people think you just pick up a camera and start rolling, yeah. you know, was <laughs> just like aiming in a general direction and just go. And we're like, eh, as long as it's all in frame, it somewhere, then it doesn't really matter, you know. There's more to it than that. And I think that this film looks really good. 
which is not something you always get with a low budget film you know sometimes it's either or like sometimes it's a it's a really strong story or concept with good acting and it just looks like crap mm-hmm. or sometimes it'll look really good but it, at the at the heart of it it's a shitty story <laughs> and then sometimes it's all it's just the bad parts of all of that but I think this is the good parts of all of that. Like, you remember that Lizzie movie that we covered? Uh, that, actually, that's what I've been thinking about this whole time when we talk about something that's well-crafted, you know, written well. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that is the exact opposite of Wolf. <laughs> it's like, that's the antithesis of Wolf Cop. Um, all the check marks that are checked in Wolf Cop are you know, scribbled out with Sharpie in yes. <laughs> in that movie. Well, well, um, yeah. Know, <laughs> that one scene, one scene in Lizzie that I can think of where they're trying to break into the um the cellar, right? And they're just like barely hitting it because maybe they they couldn't really damage that door or something, and the whole thing just looked horrible. And you're wondering why is this scene even in the movie? Wolf Cop yeah. never had a scene like that. There was nothing where you're just like, boy, why, why are they even trying to do this? You know, they they're ob- they obviously can't pull it off. They're pulling off everything. Um, they blow up a meth lab in this, and I'm not sure <laughs> if they just found a barn to blow up or if they blew up a miniature. Whatever they did, it looked good. It looked action film, you know, Hollywood action film good. And, and I liked that. I liked it. Everything that they tried to pull off um, within their budget – they made it all look good. They didn't try to do something that they couldn't afford to do and have it look bad or just put it in there to put it in there. Yeah, which I think is a lot of times a mistake that that films will make where they think well, they have to know it doesn't look good. But somewhere along the line, they make the decision to go, all right, well, this doesn't look great, but let's just use it anyway because, you know, I, I really want this in the movie. And so many times that is the wrong way to go if you can't pull it off then work around it don't do it or like in english we always used to say when in doubt rephrase like if you can't make the sentence work the way you're trying to make it work then rephrase it so if you can't make the movie work the way you're trying to, to make it work you know reshoot it re do something do something else leave that part out just you know don't include it much like that door scene that you just brought up which drove me nuts when we were watching that movie and this right everything they did here they did right and i don't even know if they i i really have no complaints about this film i have i have not been able to think of any single thing that i would have left out or that i wish they had done differently i like it all yeah, exactly. Now, now Brian just made a comment that my my mic I sound a little low, so hopefully I've been trying to play with the levels all uh, episode just because I've been seeing um, my master kind of moving up a little bit, so I've been kind of worried that uh, I may be going too too high. Um, it might be too loud, so if it starts to get too low, but thanks for for mentioning it, Brian, um, for that. But yeah, I I agree with you. You know how many times, like you said, it just happens in a lot of movies where they just they. They try to do something, like you said, instead of just rewriting it or redoing it, they just are so married to the idea that, like, I can't make the movie without this one here or something like that. Um, it, it's just, it, to, 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 to see something that does it all well 
um, is refreshing. But also, I don't think they cheaped out on anything. I think they, what they did um, in this film was really good too. So all of it was really good. Um, and and yeah, I I again I you know I had that as as Gabe would say I had that minor quibble at the end. But um, you know, like you said, that the song was fun enough that I really can't. Um, I can't complain about that even. And that's not, it's only a personal thing. This whole film is good and it's worth checking out. Yeah, I'm so glad that you enjoyed it as much as I did. And of course, the credit for that goes to writer director Lowell Dean. And I want to say this might be his first, this might be his first feature. I don't know, let me look. He is filming Wolf Cop 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, 13 Eerie. Uh, 13 Eerie from 2013. Oh, okay. Um, um, yeah, he's actually done quite a few things. But um, mostly it looks like TV shows. But, you know, this is a strong, not quite out of the gate, but just about out of the gate <laughs> for him. And, you know, I wish him... The best. I wish you would do more. I cannot wait to see Wolf Cop 2. Yeah. Wolf Cop 2 is going... Man. Um, I, based on how good this one was, I can't... I, I can't even imagine. Um, and, and, of course, I always try to not you know, temper my, my, uh, my hopes because um, I can only think of a few sequels off the top of my head that were really that great, you know, like Godfather 2. But I have a feeling this one's going to do it. <laughs> I hope so. Although it's got, it currently has a 5.5 on IMDb, which is bullshit. Who in the hell is rating this movie so low? <laughs> oh, the, I, I, I'm afraid to go to Netflix because if, if, if IMDb is doing it 5.1 or 5.0, yeah, Netflix, you know, you're going to get the, the a-holes that, have, you know, have never seen Citizen Kane or something. Let me, you know, while I'm here, why don't I give a check a look here and see Wolf Cop. Let's check out more info and see. Um. Have you ever seen? I think there's a there's some. Oh no, I'm seeing a lot of fives and threes and fives and threes. Yeah, now Wolf Cop is doing all right. Well, good. They should be. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Yeah, threes. I'm seeing a lot of threes. Somebody said if you look past the cheese, you'll find it's a good movie. Really? Did you did you think there was cheese in this movie? Um, not really. No, I think it was solid comedy. I did, I I don't I don't no. I, I didn't see anything cheesy about it. Somebody said the acting is amateurish and the dialogue sucks. I pr- production oh, quality is below B grade. So you, bullshit. Fortunately, that is, that's a rare one, but. But none of that is true. No. The, the performances here were awesome. The dialogue was fantastic. I, I mean, they threw in some references to a little bitty references to things like Ginger Snaps and and like Teen Wolf and mm-hmm. I mean it was. It was done with with some cap. Even pimp my ride, you know, because he was like, you "Pimped your ride." Um, <laughs> um, no, it was funny and it was solid. And I just got finished talking about how good the direction was, so those people can suck it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, I think I've learned my lesson. No more going on to Netflix to look at the reviews. Why, why does Netflix <laughs> have reviews? Why do they do that? I, I, because everyone wants to review movies these days, I guess. I don't know. But, I mean, some of those are just, yeah. I, yeah, I, some of them are. I think there should be a requirement that you should be able to string a couple words together before <laughs> before yeah. they will. Because I've seen some really bad ones. <laughs> yeah, I. To the point where I just stopped. 
Yeah. I stopped reading. Actually, years ago, I stopped reading them. Yeah. But, <clears throat> no. So you know, some don't... of the synopses are pretty bad, too. Like, you know. <laughs> yes. I just noticed that too. Yeah, so so for the people out there, the ones who are giving you the fives, go with the fives. The twos, don't listen to the twos. No, they're just silly. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, if you like fun things, then you will like Wolf Cop. Yeah. If, if you hate fun, right. then you should be doing something else anyway. Yeah, exactly. Well then, so that's the two resounding recommendations for this film uh, here. So why don't we maybe we'll get into what we've got we've been working on um, lately. It's been a, a couple weeks um, because I, I wasn't able to do last week's episode. Um, I might as well get started with me because it's a whole lot of nothing. Um, I'm still looking at the legendary images that I've pulled um, however many weeks ago. They're still sitting on my dash. And now with this movie, I have another one that I really want to write the review of. Um, so hopefully I'll get that legendary one out maybe sometime soon. You just jump to this one and go back to that one. Does I, it really matter? Well, I I got to do a doll film at some point, but maybe you're right. Maybe I'll, you know. Jump to this one while it's fresh in your mind and you're all excited about it. I know. Maybe you're right. Well, but I have to get the images now, so I, I'm I'm. Well, that. <laughs> <laughs> How lazy are you? <laughs> lazy enough. No. <laughs> do you want me to send them to you? No, no, I can do. I can. <laughs> I can hit save image as just as easily. <laughs> I, I love that that print screen is the Netflix is the greatest thing ever for for doing movie reviews. Um, you know, <laughs> I mean, you can do it with a DVD just as easily, but Netflix, it's all you know, right there, just cut and paste it right out of there, and you get yourself your screenshots. Uh, it's great, but yeah. So hopefully we'll get back on the blog soon. This film, I think, really kind of rekindled my interest in the blog. So um, that's something that that I'm definitely looking to do. Um, so okay. hopefully soon. But, um, Jamie, how about you? What have you been up to? Um, well, I'm uh, quite a bit lately uh, compared to some of my more laggy weeks. But um, recently I have done a guest spot on the projection booth, which just came out last night, where I was talking about the 2009 movie Splice. So that is now available available <laughs> for download and listen. Go to the projection booth and check that out. I also did a guest spot on the podcast Under the Stairs with my good friend Duncan, who is a Scottish podcaster. And we talked about the movie Clown as well as the movie Stitches. So Stitches is a UK killer clown movie, and Clown is an over here killer clown movie. And... So uh, that episode is called Send in the Clowns, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> like go check that. that out. And uh, by the way, check out Clown. If you get the opportunity, it is not it is not dumb. I mean, again, I think this <laughs> you name a movie something like Clown and people are going to avoid it because they're going to think it's silly. It is not. It is dark, but in all the best ways. It's really well done. Peter Stormare is in it, and he's amazing. Um uh, the, the mythology, again, this is one of those movies I was talking about when I said how impressed I've been with a few movies in their mythology recently. Clown is one of them. Mm -hmm. Some amazing mythology there. And um, I really cannot recommend this film enough. It is so good. Right. So go check that out. And listen to the show if you want to hear uh, Duncan and me talk about it. Listen to the podcast under the stairs episode for that. The Jason Goes to Hell episode has finally come out of Devour the Podcast. And pretty soon the Jason X episode will be out. We've already recorded it. It's just not out yet because David is slow. Um, <laughs> uh, what 
what else? I feel like I'm missing. Oh, I went to go see Unfriended uh, two nights ago. Yeah, and Facebook keeps telling me that you went to see Did Unfriended. <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, she's not seeing it now. We're go- we've got a podcast going on Facebook. I think you're you're wrong about that. But yeah. <laughs> Facebook really wants you to know that yeah. I saw Unfriended. <laughs> yeah. I I've had some activity on there recently because you know. When birthdays come, you kind of do things on there. Plus, mm-hmm. uh, you know, w- with Jen's birthday kind of in that realm, realm I was kind of on Facebook more. Um, and so being on there, I think that's what suddenly they go, oh, you're on Facebook. Well, don't you want to go on some more? You know, here's some. And it's kind of like, well, yes, I, I would like to go on some more. You know, tell me. Did you hear Jamie saw Unfriended? I th- uh, yes. And, and <laughs> it, they well, it wasn't just that you, you saw it. You said you were going to see it. Oh right! The, yeah. Like tonight, I'm going to see it, and so it's mm-hmm. like, well, yes, tonight she, you know, tonight was a couple nights ago. It's no longer tonight, you know. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Another one that I have to say I was pretty impressed with, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, you know, you and I recently covered Open Windows, yes. the um, Elijah Wood internet-based movie. Mm-hmm. My God, that movie was exhausting. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is not like that at all. <laughs> it was pretty good. It and it uses products that we all know. It doesn't use search, um, or like magic movie computers like we were talking about with open <laughs> yes. windows. This is all real stuff with real companies that you can really do on the internet. They use Skype and Gmail and iMessage and Facebook and um, so it's all very familiar, and it's a pretty creative concept. And while the, the entire thing is basically a Skype conversation with five friends, so you see the five friends on Skype through one person's computer screen. But I think it had a nice little message. I mean, it's it was a pretty good message about internet bullying and about how you know permanent and destructive, potentially destructive, the internet can be if you're not careful about what you put out there and how you should really be mindful about what you post about yourself, but also about other people. Mm-hmm. So I, I was impressed with that. I wasn't expecting to be impressed with that, but I was. Wow. I'll have to keep that one in mind, that unfriended. Yeah. And that is currently still in theaters for anyone who's within the sound of my voice and was wondering if they should plop down their money to go see it. <laughs> it ain't bad. It's not, it's not a bad deal, that unfriended. No, it's not. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and um, people who are wondering about my KNS fan fiction. Oh, yes. Yes, everybody wants to know about that. Um, yes, we, we've got. Um, this you find time for. <laughs> yeah, I know. I somehow managed to get that fanfic, that, that, that KNS, um, you know, uh, uh, I, I, I somehow managed to get it out there. But um, yes, this one, um, our, our, our hapless couple slash tr- um, uh, partners in crime, um, they find themselves on a Klingon sex colony. So it's uh, they have to find their way out of the Klingon sex colony. Um, yeah. So I haven't. That sounds t- like that might involve some kind of solvent. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the Klingons. Klingons. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Klingons on Uranus. Yeah. Klingons on. I know that. that yeah. That 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 name Klingons is just. And when you watch the Trekkies and you just see how many of them, how many people like to dress up like Klingons. Um, it's you know and go into Carl's Jr. Yeah, <laughs> Carl's Jr. I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Carl's Jr. We we actually I I I I kind of um 
moved us towards the end here, I guess, a little sooner than, than I thought, because we've still got a, a few minutes. So, what did, 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 I, did I cut you off? Were there any other things that you were working on? Um, no, that's, I, I think that's pretty it. Oh, well, of course, Evil Episodes, which we just talked about Unfriended last night. On, so on the upcoming episode of Evil Episodes that we recorded last night, so it will be out in the next couple days, we did an in-depth review slash argument of Unfriended, because all three of us watched it, and it got rather heated on Ooh. that show. Interestingly, not because we we had a disagreement about how we felt about the movie on the whole. It was when we got into spoiler territory that it just got really heated. Um, but we also talked about Clown on that show. <laughs> so it was funny, because it was like, rah, 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 rah. I was just like arguing. And then, so I really liked Clown. Yeah, <laughs> when we got to the next one, it was because there's never anything personal taken. Right. We just really passionate about what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So it sounds awful sometimes, but it's it's not at all like that. It's it's just um, we just get really passionate, and sometimes we get loud. <laughs> so it was it was fun, and on there, of course, we talk about the latest episodes of Bates Motel and mm. all things going on as far as television horror is concerned. So check that out too. Nice. And I think that about wraps it up for current stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, we don't seem to have any heated moments on our show. It tends to be, uh, you know, uh, much more, uh, what, what do we want to say, uh, convivial? Is that the word I want? Convivial? Sure. There, you could use that. Yeah, there seems to be a, <laughs> seems to be a, a genial, I guess. Yeah, But we, we, we tend to just, uh, even if we don't agree, but we almost never fully, fully disagree either. It seems like we, we disagree by degrees, you know? Like oh yeah you know and even if we and even when we do it's like oh okay well I totally see why you see it that way mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly it it tends to be I think you know this film I think one way you could tell that we really agreed about this film is that we didn't stop talking about it I don't think we had any asides did we for the entire episode no 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 Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero no um. You know, what yeah, I didn't even talk about how apparently they didn't in, they didn't tell the Olsen twins that they were doing a Full House reboot. Right. <laughs> yes, right. We didn't get into any of that stuff. So I think <laughs> that that is as ringing an endorsement of a film because, like it's, you know, you and I, we don't. It's it's maybe that's kind of how we we hash out a film if we don't agree is we just start talking about something else. Um, and so that that's our heated conversation is the, <laughs> is the, the aside, and the fact that we didn't have an aside I think shows that we both really feel strongly that this is a good movie. Oh, for sure, and both highly recommend it. Yeah, and and while it's on Netflix, I think there's almost no excuse. Seventy eight minutes on Netflix, check it out, and then you know after that, you know, wait for your next paycheck and go. Uh, pick it up at the local. Yes, there yeah. you go. Yeah. You you will be unable to resist the temptation. Yeah. It was. It was a lot of fun. And I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm like, oh, boy, and I haven't bought a DVD in years. Um, actually, that's not true. My, my wife, uh, Jen and I bought Ar Arthur uh, back in August, so that's not true. <laughs> I haven't bought a DVD. <laughs> so you haven't bought a current DVD <laughs> right. I haven't bought a DVD from a movie made in the 2010s in years. Yes. We're in the 2000s, even shit. I, I, yeah, I'm trying to think the last time I bought one from the 2000s. That would, yes. It's a century old. Yes. <laughs> I don't know, right, really. It's from the century. Yeah, it's from the last century, but yes. I, I haven't bought a, a, a DVD that didn't have Christopher Cross on the theme song in years. <laughs> so, that's, uh, well, this one 
one came close. This one, this was, cl- yeah, <laughs> we were getting there. I, oh, I would have loved to have say. I mean, the the song, like you said, the song they picked was great, but man, sailing for that the 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 sex scene might have been interesting too. Okay, yeah. <laughs> play us out. That's right. Play. Oh, I, I wish I had it uploaded. That would have been perfect. Yeah, you know, to have that going for uh, for uh, maybe next week. I'll I'll cue it up for our next show, sailing with Christopher Cross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that wraps up because we we did just when I thought we weren't going to have an aside. Somehow we ended up with one. Just you know. Yeah. Well, we can't help it. We also cannot resist that temptation. No. No, we need to have at least one aside per episode. <laughs> but um, thank you all for listening. Um, and Jamie, I hope you have a great weekend. I can't wait to see see what happens next week. See what we look at next week. Yeah, you too. All right. I guess we'll. Hopefully, it'll be something as much fun as this. We 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 need to we need a good run here. We need a we need a streak here of a couple good ones in a row. <laughs> yeah, because we got it. I got a whole lot of palette to clean after some of that shit we watched. Yes, we got we got <laughs> a lot of work to do. Yes, we got a lot of work. All right, goodbye, everyone. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.